Hi, I'm Carrie, a stroke survivor and brain injury survivor. And I'm Kezia, a brain injury survivor as well. And today is going to be our second episode of Mind Waves. And we have our guest today is Bernard. He's super welcoming and loves pets, dogs to be exact. <clears throat> so we're so happy to see him here. And he's going to be explaining to us about what happens after a brain injury. So good morning, Bernard. Good morning. I'm Bernard Brown. Um, I suffered my brain injury back in 2005, June of 2005. And the recovery is ongoing. Um, and I'm here today to share some of my recovery with you guys. And I'll lead on to the ladies. <laughs> to the ladies. <laughs> um, well, good morning. I'm good morning. Like I said, you were like... I've missed you so much in the time that we haven't been able to I see you, you so also. I'm so excited that you're here mm -hmm. and willing to share like your recovery and all of that. So I think that the best question to begin is, is like, what happens after you have a brain injury? Like you're in the hospital and then what? Well, my experience, what happens at the brain injury is you wake up and you, <laughs> <laughs> and you look around and you say, whoa, you don't. Like, I didn't really remember everything right at that time. I knew I was injured. I just woke up in the hospital with every with someone staring at me, doing this, like, whoa. So I knew it was bad. <laughs> and far as um, after the injury, like, like during the, during the hospital time, I, had, I thought, like, I don't know, like, what is this? What's going on? I knew my world had changed. Um, and it's just, I know I just wanted to get out and get started. That, that was my biggest, it's like, okay, let's, let's see what this, what, what this has for me now. But I knew everything had changed. And so, and like I said, it's been 15, 16 years in a recovery it's still ongoing. I suffer from a lot of things. Like, I've learned to fake it, you mm -hmm. know, like, act like you're all right. Right. Yeah. And so, and I figure I fake it till I make it, and I'm still trying to make it. So, and but it's, it's, it's ongoing. Some That's days true. are hard. Yeah. Now, know? does rehab look the same for everybody? No, I don't think, I think that might be a misconception. I think all our injuries are different. It affects how you live, how you eat. I mean, I'm saying how you suffer from your injury goes into how you live, you know? So, I mean, like, I can't sleep. Like, the only way, like, I was expecting this, so I couldn't sleep. But about about one thirty, quarter to 2, I had to take a pill. Like, try not to take pills. If I'm excited or expecting something, I really can't sleep. Then right. my brain won't let me relax so so like I say it's 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 ongoing and you do certain things to cover up other things so but I don't think any of them are the same yeah of course yeah yeah I, yeah, think, I think and like I said I'm happy that they're starting to do studies on brain injuries but I don't think the the, the information is exact or anything because like what I suffer from and what I hear other people suffer from is Certain things collab, but I think all of them are different. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's something that we always talk about here. Like as part of Bind, being members at Bind, we always have something to learn from, from different people. But so you have a brain injury, you're at a hospital, but like literally, I think some people don't even know, like we go into an inpatient recovery, like what is even recovery considered? Like I know, obviously we all get doctors. A doctor woke you up and yeah. like, who is this person, <laughs> right? But other than doctors, what do we get like, what services do we get as brain injury survivors to recover? As far as, um, if you know something that I don't know, please share it with me. I don't think that <laughs> they, we really, the, like, the science is really there to, for people with brain injuries. Like, I guess if I had a heart attack, you know, I can go right. certain places and get help from my heart attack as opposed to having a brain injury. It's not like you can just get in the phone book and say, okay, let's call this and go see about this because I, I don't know if it's the different aspects of brain injuries where they can't pinpoint, uh, you know, what to do right. for us, but the information is not there for us. And I mean, like I say, you can't call a hotline and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm suffering from a brain injury, can right. I get this? As opposed to if I'm having a heart attack or if I suffer from a broken leg, I can call anywhere and, you know, there's something there for me. Whereas there's no avenues for us. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like well, I said, that I know of. If you know something that I don't know, please share Well, the hotline of Bind, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, a yeah. great hotline. Yeah, yeah. But so, you know, yeah. so like I said, uh, like the research, I think, I think this, like, they only started, from my understanding, and I do a lot of reading, is 2004 is when they really started initiating the aspect of the science of brain injury. Mm -hmm. So it's still fairly, I mean, fairly new in the field, you know, in, in right. studies of brain injury. So I guess we're all right. involved. Right. Well, and in like you said, you're still working on your recovery. Yeah, it's it's yeah. ongoing. And, yeah, it, you know, everyone has, you've got OT, PT, physical rehabilitation and all different kinds. But like, so when you leave the hospital, do you go back for outpatient? Can you continue to go somewhere <coughs> to get help? Well, uh, all depends on, I found out it all depends on like with everything else, who you know, and what you know as far as what little programs or whatever little things you can get to help you with your recovery um like it took me um i think i was in to my recovery seven eight nine years before i found buying you know mm -hmm. so you know so i don't like i say i don't know any really places that you can really go to get the help that that we need did you have like a physical therapist or an occupational therapist or speech therapist i had all that for a time but it it got to be frustrating for me because the help that i was getting is like i'm not ignorant i'm you know some of the help is just <laughs> right like, i couldn't do it it was like i i don't know how anybody else took it it's like it was beneath me i'm like this ain't what i'm this ain't brain help this is in dig this is get away from it. I mean, I'm just saying, it's like the yeah. help that they offered, it had nothing to do with helping me recover. So it was more frustrating that I could, I wasn't going to subject myself to a questionnaire of some ignorant, you know, right. I just couldn't do that. Is this what you think? I mean, I can read and I can understand that this ain't helping me. You just insulted me with this, these questions you're asking me. So a lot of time I was frustrated with the recovery of brain injury. 
Yeah. So I it think... made me feel stupid as opposed to trying to help me. You asked me an insulting question. I didn't say I was retarded. I said I had <laughs> oh brain injury. You know, I suffer from headaches. I can't sleep. And yeah. Things like that. I can read a word, you know. Don't give me some of a questionnaire with a bunch of stupid. Some, it was insulting to me, my, my recovery. Yeah. Because I think they, they gave you more stuff that, I don't know, I guess they might have thought it was helping, but I guess with them not having any information on right. brain injury, they don't know what to ask you. And I took it offensive. You know, this ain't helping. This is just make my head hurt more. You keep asking me these dumb questions. <laughs> and so yeah, I think, it didn't uh, really work for me to doing the recovery. I was like, they, they told me, they said, um, I, when I got for 18 months, they told me I had to be in the house and go through this and all these recovery. After six months, I couldn't take it anymore and I quit going. I couldn't go and answer another, somebody sit up and give me a questionnaire, a dumb questions, and you want me to answer this like I'm a kid. Oh, is this box, is this a square, is this, come on, <laughs> oh, man, what that got to do with me? me having a brain injury? So a lot of that stuff didn't work for me. Yeah, I think everyone's recovery is, is a little different. different. Yeah. But I also, like right now when you were saying that you're getting very frustrated, isn't that something similar to you, Carrie, that you just were like, didn't like certain therapists? Mm -hmm. And it's yeah, just, yes, it's every true. therapist has to be very different. And like, kind of like, fixed towards the person that they're dealing with, right? right. Yeah, I think that's true. Mostly the neurologist got on my nerve, you know. <laughs> yeah. you, know, with, with, you know, I mean, he was just doing his job. They were doing their job, but, and I guess that's what they want to make sure right. that you're covering. And I couldn't fault them, but I was just, just for me, it just was frustrating and it was, yeah, couldn't take it. And I've noticed since the brain injury, I have no tolerance, you know, for a lot of stuff. Right. So. So for, um, you mentioned also that after like seven, eight years, you didn't start coming to BIND. So is BIND what you considered as the best way to recover? Yeah, oh, well, BIND helped me tremendously. Um, it let me know that like, like a lot of times when I went to the doctor and I would tell the doctor what I was going through, they would look at me like, well, you look, you look, you look right. healthy, you look this, and you know, looks are deceiving. Cause you never know what's inside just like with anything you, right you judge somebody how you see it not necessarily what it is you know what i'm saying so um uh oh and then this is what i suffer from the welcome to brain injury where you can totally lose your train of thought <laughs> and that's absolutely anybody, true anybody help me what i was saying <laughs> yeah of course so we were talking about how find us help sorry <laughs> no it's okay it happens <laughs> no it's it totally does happen I'm sorry no, no that's a perfect example right i totally lost it though it's okay, <laughs> okay. we were just talking about how bind has helped you with your recovery oh, okay yeah yeah before bind um like with the doctor okay, i got it now uh with the doctors i would go and tell them what i was suffering from and they would look at me like sir you, you get back your vitals you're healthy and you're this and that, and I tell them, man, I I can be talking and I can get I can be thinking of something right right like okay I'm going to the kitchen to get something and before I get up, I forgot what I was right. going to get literally I'm talking about I had to sit down and think five ten minutes to, oh I was going to get to or go in the kitchen and, and sit there and stare and think about what it is that I was actually going to get so I just. Brain injuries are different for everybody, and no recovery is the same. And I think you're only good as you sleep that night. I mean, you know, like, like I want to take a job, but 
like the, the thought of having a job, my, my anxieties go up and everything. Is that why I ain't gonna do that to myself? Why? Right. Like I got the chills just thinking about. It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying because, and I don't want to go through the failure. Right. I don't want to go through the mental anguish. And and it's just. But by coming to bind, you feel like you're yeah, accomplishing but buying, stuff. Buying, buying is, you guys are my foundation. I mean, it's like just knowing, just not being able to come in the last 18 months is just terrible. Right. You know, every week. I mean, I was only doing a couple of days a week, but then we're like the best two days. I mean, you look forward to it. Right. Yeah, of course. You know? And I feel like you've been actually, since I've met you, you've been super successful. The kitchen, you're like awesome at that part. Right. Like... You know, right now you were saying how sometimes you forget, but I, I wouldn't even know that until like right now that right. I heard you, right? Because you're like very successful at that part, making sure that all of us have a great lunch. And, right. you know, so I love Thank that. You. So do you like cooking everywhere? Uh, yeah, I enjoy cooking. You want me to tell the truth? I yeah, really I love the than, truth. Okay. <laughs> I kind of funny style, so I'd rather cook it than okay. someone else. And right. I can see what's going on. But no. Oh, honestly, I, I enjoy cooking. I was raised with a family that had a restaurant, so I've been around cooking my whole life. So, yeah. Well, that's what I love about buying this when you cook. Well, thank <laughs> so you. So, just letting you know. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Is there any other um, activities that you like about buying that's been helping you so much? Uh, camaraderie, being around you guys. I, I think it helps just knowing that you're not the only one. And that, that helped me more than anything. Like I said, uh, before buying, I would go to the, the to the doctor and tell them, and they would tell me, like, you look normal, you do this, and this, and that. And, and I would tell them what I was suffering from, because like, they don't know as much as about right. brain injury as they should. So it was like, I'm telling them something, and he's like, they're not believing me. But once I got to buying and talked to everybody, and I was like, Fine, it feels good to know right. that I ain't crazy and every, someone else exactly. is going, you know, what I'm feeling that every, you know, is, is felt yeah. by someone else with the injury because they have you thinking, are you really, uh, am I really hurt? Or am I really going through this? And I'm like, yeah, I am. Right. But they have you questioning your own self sometimes because <laughs> they don't know how to analyze it. And then literally they don't because it's something new. Like, yeah. and, and I've, I've been passed around to so many neurologists and just like when I first um, had the injury, they gave you, they gave you a lot of different drugs and they right. try all these things on you until they get something that works. And you just have to go through so much with the injury until you find a medium somewhere where you can just find the equilibrium with right. it, yeah. you know? I, so I quit trying, I quit caring about what people think. I, you know, I just, you know what? I hope for a good night's sleep. If I can just go, <laughs> no, y'all laugh, but I'm serious. If I can just go to sleep, I'm satisfied. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, because, I mean, I don't sleep. Right. Well, you seem to have a pretty positive attitude about your recovery and everything. Yeah, I, and I learned that too. You know, I could have felt sorry for myself. Uh, you know, like I can't drive because I, I I'm blind in this eye and I suffer from what they call deaf perception. I mean, mm -hmm. I can see you until you start moving. And I can see you moving, but I can't judge the distance right. when you're moving. And for years, it took 12 years for a doctor to tell me what I was suffering from. So I went yeah. to an eye doctor, and she said, you, you got what we call deaf perception. And she explained it. And I was like, yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm going through. 
And you yeah. know, I went to eye doctors and all doctors, and no one could tell me. They just say, well, you should be able to drive. And every time I tried to drive, I almost killed myself. Oh, yeah. that's scary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I finally found out that what, and as I read about death procession, is you can see it, and when it's moving, you can't judge it. Right. That means you can see it, you just can't judge the, the distance. Right. You know, it's coming. Like, I know that it's coming, but I can't tell how close it is. And therefore, I'm, a, I'm not able to drive. But I found I could ride a bike. Really? <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, to sit on the sidewalks, don't get in the street, right. you know, like that. But I mean, I had to do something. I can't, like, I play college basketball. I can't play basketball because I can't see straight. Scared to get poked in the good eye, <laughs> you know, because I ain't got but one, and I try to work with that. Yeah, so. I think it's like a great example of how you're so positive. Last time that we were here at Bind, uh, right now, like you said, I can't drive, but I can ride a bike. That's exactly like how I yeah. felt about you when I saw you and I met you here at Bind. We worked on um, a project about making a collage of like all the positive, and you used only these great words that we kept finding. And I think that's one thing that really shows about like how recovery goes for you. It might not have been X, Y, or Z before ending up at Bind, but this has been like yeah, amazing, right? Yeah, it's great for me. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as, I mean, it is what it is. You could actually beat yourself up or try to make what it is better, you know. Right. And that's what they told me in my recovery. They always said that, how are you so positive? Because it ain't going to change. What up? So what, I'm going to sit up and say, oh, whoa, man. Right. I ain't going to be able to do this. I mean, it's just I know what I can do. What exactly. What I can do, and I just do what I do. Stay positive. Try to treat people properly and Keep it moving. Well, Bernard, we appreciate you coming today, and we appreciate your positive attitude here at Bind and keeping us all encouraged. Thank you.